Hey, welcome back. It's Rihanna. And Chantal. And like she said, welcome back. This is OK Sober Grown, your favorite podcast. Your favorite. And honestly, I feel it. You guys are giving us so much love. I say it every time. Yes. The love just be so real. I know it's your favorite. I know. I know it's your only one. So if you have it, make sure you rate us, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Get your girls on that top page. Rate us and keep sending yes. us your love and your messages because that is my favorite thing to open the Instagram and just see all your messages. So keep doing yeah. that. We received so much love this week mm-hmm. on Instagram. The Instagram is okay, so we're grown. But yeah, we received so much love and it's just a good feeling to be able to like hear that people are really like resonating with what we're saying and we always respond and we aim to make you guys feel as special as you make us feel so yeah that's the goal girl supporting girls know what i'm saying literally and honestly and from our analytics literally 87 percent of you are goyles so thanks ladies (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like talking about last like last week's episode chantelle what what was your favorite part of last week and the episode or something that someone said? Like, what was your favorite part? Hmm. I think my favorite part was just being able to think about and say what makes a friendship strong because it reminded me of all the great friendships that I still have even during this time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like reignited a spark in me. Like, I want to see some of my friends, whether it's like virtual or going for a walk. Like, I want to try and do things because this time is this time is difficult for everyone and just I don't know it made me like want to reach out to my my friends more and you know see how they're doing so that was really good for me what about you Ree? honestly that last episode was my favorite so far it was just I just love my friends so much it was nice to just have a whole episode dedicated to them and all of that and I think my favorite part was just like when Mars finally listened to the episode and she was like, oh my God, I almost dropped my coffee on my computer. Like I was not expecting to hear my name mentioned. And it just meant so, like, it's just crazy because obviously she's my friend and she knows how much she means to me, but it's like, I made her feel like a little important superstar that she actually right. is. And it made me feel so good. And then we talked to her on the Instagram and it was just so cute. Like both of us talking back to her as one entity. <laughs> it was That was pretty cool. And just hearing her ideas, oh, I, I love that. And I loved how much everyone reacted to that story and how much everyone just loved her and just yeah. wanted to see her. Like, oh, I love that. Was, that was my favorite part, I would say, of last week. And that's another thing. Like, I love the reactions on Instagram. And so, I don't know, it has us feeling good. And I feel like my week has been really great. Um, how has your week been, Ray? Let's do a let's do a wellness check. How you doing? How am I doing? Um, well, this week, like I said from last week, I'm definitely going. I did more of a full time work week situation mm-hmm. this week, so my I'm body like I'm physically tired. Like my feet can't stand like they used to because I'm mm-hmm. so used to sitting at my computer now and working for hours on my computer that my legs literally do not know how to function. <laughs> so um, yeah, my, your girl is sore. Like I'm sitting here with my sore back right now. <laughs> No, I feel the same way. Online schooling and work, it's honestly such a big adjustment for me. And today, especially, I felt the same. I was like very fatigued, even though I had quite a lot of work to do. It just felt like so much screen time. And so I had a really great week, actually. But I totally feel you on like your legs are like, what's going on? We're walking. We're Mm -hmm. getting up and going places like, huh? Work. Like after the first um, quarantine, 
my feet, like my heels hurt me for a solid like two weeks, I want to say, that just constant pain whenever I stood on them because I was so used to not standing. Mm-hmm. Even though I was being very active, like I was working out almost every day. But when you work out, you work out for like, what, an hour, two hours, and then you sit down. <laughs> so standing for hours on end, my feet was like, Mm-mm, sit down, please. Speaking of sit down, that just made me think about what we're talking about today. <laughs> I'm crying. Okay, Kendra. Which is relationship, relationship <laughs> advice, knowing when to sit down, knowing when to tell that man to sit down. And be humble. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I know last week we talked about like making a series out of learning how to let go and we did friendship and now we want to twist it and do relationship and share our advice, relationship do's, relationship don'ts, mm-hmm. stories, what we've learned. And I'm actually really excited because... I've had a few relationships that have taught me a lot. And so I'm just like ready to pour all of that advice into anyone listening right now. Because what I noticed about y'all, y'all really do like the tea. Mm Y'all love the tea. Y'all love love the the little quick stories. Right. But also the advice because, you know, we're the... uh... the mystic all-knowing black women in your ears right now. Oh, stop. So sit back, get your tea, get ready and we're gonna laugh today and we're gonna cry maybe i don't know we're gonna do a lot of stuff today let's let's start it off with something funny so i want to know a relationship story that's hilarious to you something that maybe was a big deal back then something that you cried about something dumb and ex did to you that seemed like the worst thing in the world at that time like tell me a joke but one that's a relationship story girl you gonna be like you are boo boo the fool after you hear this story I okay I'll I want to preface this by saying 15 year old me was devastated when this happened to her I was absolutely crushed so I I don't I can't even know how to start the story I had a boyfriend back in high school and your girl thought she was in love with a capital (laughs) L I thought I was in so much love he was a year older than me I was like okay like oh my god this older boy has a crush on me (laughs) just thinking about it it's just like foolish like my mom she must have thought I was so foolish just like whatever let her have her fun she gonna learn and I learned so I had a boyfriend right and um he had a um a birthday right and at this point we were dating for like a month oh my god not his birthday being the day we're filming wait a minute not his birthday being the day we're... It's literally today. It's today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Not you destroying him on his birthday. Yeah. Well, here you go. Happy birthday. Um. Oh, my God. That is so weird. But yeah. So we were at this point, we were dating for a month. And I was like, oh, my God. What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday? What are you doing for your birthday? And he's like, you know, I'm keeping it low key. Like, I don't really celebrate my birthday. Like... I don't really do much. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so sad. Like, my birthday's such a big deal to me. Like, I can't believe you don't celebrate your birthday. I thought that was so weird. So mm-hmm. I made my mom take me to the mall. We went to H&M. I got this, like, cute little cable knit sweater. I forgot what else I got, but I remember that sweater. Aww. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to make his birthday worth it. I'm going to show up to his house with this gift. And he's going to love it so much. He's finally going to celebrate his birthday. Like, he's going to have a good birthday, whatever, right? Okay. I show up at his house knocking on the door with the birthday gift. And his parents answer the door. Oh, no. And they're like, Rihanna, hey. And I'm like hey like is so and so here i'm not gonna say his name you don't even deserve your name so <laughs> it's like is so and so here they're like no like no he's at his party and i'm like 
party. Oh. Pa- what, what party? They're like, his his birthday Uh-oh. party. He's at his friend's house. Like, what do you <gasps> what do you mean? Like, he said that you didn't like you you didn't want to go. Why why why? What? They were so confused because he had told them oh, no. that I don't like going to birthday parties and I didn't want to go. So obviously they weren't expecting me to show up at their house with a birthday present for their stupid son. And I remember just oh, being no. like, oh um oh 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 yeah like yeah yeah I I know about it yeah yeah yeah. Well anyway, can you give him this gift when he comes home? And I like gave him the gift and I walked back to my mom's car and I literally was like, okay. And my mom was like waving. She's like, oh, where, where is he? Where is he? I'm like, oh, no, let's just drive. Let's just drive. And as soon as we pulled away, oh, no. I started bawling my eyes out. Oh. And my mom was like, what's what? Yeah, what happened? What happened? And I told her what happened. She, and she was about to drive back. She was literally your about to drive back. I know your mom. Yeah. You know my mom. She's crazy. So she was about to drive back and ask where the party was so we can show up at the party. Your mom was ready to pull up. I'm crying. My mom was ready to roll up. My mom's a ride or die, though. Ride or die, Susie. I see you. But that was the most traumatic, saddest thing that's ever happened to me in a relationship. I was 15 years old. Like, girl, geez. be quiet. I'm dying that that's the most traumatic thing that's happened to you in a relationship. Okay, Bro. no. I've had more traumatic. Like, okay, let, let okay. me not put the man on blast. I've had more traumatic thing, but that was... <laughs> that's like my I'm funny not. one. Okay, my other yeah. ones are just sad. Like, this one was okay, sad, but it, like got funny. Got it. Got it. A mess. <laughs> I'm like, that's your trauma? <laughs> bravo. Like, bravo. You're like, girl, wow. move aside. Wild. <laughs> okay, girl, since you since you want to level up so bad, what what tell me about your trauma. Open up. <laughs> Bruh. Okay. I'm gonna talk about my first boyfriend. Um, this is my first real boyfriend, not my MSN boyfriend that I had when I was like in the sixth grade. Okay. I'm dead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that, that uh, that's true. I had MSN boyfriend. I had Habo boyfriend. Okay. Right. This is a real boyfriend too. Okay. Right. <laughs> so this guy I met at a party because when I was in high school, there would be a quote quote jam, a party oh my God, every jams. weekend. Yes, yes, that people would go to. And it was to the point where me and my sisters were going to parties literally Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday. Mm-mm. And my parents, right, my parents were like, okay, you're not doing this. Choose two days. So we would go on Friday and Saturday. And so I met this guy, and um, he was older than me, and I don't know. He just made, like, a lot of effort to get to know me and to talk wait, to wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. How old were really you? Sweet. I feel like I maybe was 16, but he was, I think he was 19 at the time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Right. And then, <laughs> and so he just, I don't know, he's putting in work and I'm the type of girl that's not very interested in men to begin with, in all honesty. And mm-hmm. I'm not easily impressed. And I think that men are weird and corny. And so I just kind of like ignored him for the first little bit because I'm like, eh, not my type, whatever. And he was just so consistent and he would always message me, you know, saying I'm beautiful because we had each other on Facebook, whatever. And so he asked to go on a date. We went to the mall and um, I brought my sister with me. And I remember he, him just making like weird comments like, oh, um, you're so pretty for a black girl. Mm. Right. And at mm. that time, I thought Red it flag. was a compliment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, um, what did he say? He, he made a comment about my weight. He's like, you're the perfect weight, but like, don't be like other girls and get comfortable and eat too much and then get fat another red flag right the audacity right the audacity and then what got me was we went to his parents house to chill and watch movies 
and this is one of my biggest pet peeves in relationships, is when you're not allowed to have people over, but you do, and then you want them to bring their shoes with you. I'm like, I don't want to be here if I'm not allowed to be here. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Like you have to bring your shoes. You couldn't. Yes. Wow. And so, I don't know. I was already like on the fence about this boy and my parents obviously weren't letting me go a lot of places. And so we started dating, even though he had said all those mean things to me. He like somehow managed to make me his girlfriend. I was Mm -mm. dumb. And so I was on Facebook one day and mind you, I used to always comment on his pictures and he never used to reply back to me. And I'm like, oh, maybe he's busy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. Now you're getting ghosted on Facebook. Crying. Meanwhile, he's texting me and I'm like, didn't you see my comment on your picture? He's like, oh yeah, I saw it. I'll reply it later. (laughs) Right. And I'm just thinking, all right, like my feelings are a little bit hurt, but okay, go off. So I'm on Facebook one day, you know, just doing my usual stuff. And a girl messages me saying, hey, are you dating so-and-so? And And when I tell you my heart dropped, I'm like, oh, come on. And so basically she came to me as a woman. (laughs) Oh, no, not a 17-year-old woman. (laughs) Right. She came to me as a woman. And she was older. So she was two years older than him. So she was, what, 21? Oh, and um, it was just a big, like, mess. He was, like, dating both of us at the same time. He was borrowing her car to go to the club. It was just, like, I don't know. And then the worst part is the girl that messaged me as a woman, she was my brother's friend. And she had already been to our house a couple of times when I was younger. And it was just, like, a weird love triangle type deal. And it was it was a mess. But her and I still talk. And it's just a funny story because I really thought... I was falling for this man. I thought, you know, that he could be the one. I thought he was being honest when he the said he one, liked Not me. you saying the one. Right. Oh, babe, I'm... Then again, there's me. But, like, I'm... This is not where I expected this to go. It's funny when you're younger. When you're younger, you think, like, maybe this is it. Or this guy actually likes me. But I think it was the first guy that, like, wasn't in high school that I dated. And just was, like, making effort to, like, come pick me up from school and, like, take me out for pizza. But that doesn't mean anything. That is so funny to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think I've I've never dated an older guy like that. Yeah. And you know what? Now that I think about it, after him, I only started dating guys younger than me. So all of my boyfriends have been a year younger than me. And I think it's because I like to be the boss. And oh. because I'm older, I feel like I'm the boss. I not don't know. you saying you're a cougar. <laughs> not, not you saying. <laughs> not you saying. You trying to be a sugar mama. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, my, oh gosh. my God. Yeah, crazy times. No, I honestly, like, I under- I feel you on that because my, uh, my high school boyfriend, I swear he was dating the whole school while he was dating me. And everyone knew but me. Ew. Like, people, girls would, like, stop right. me in the... Uh, the girls bath and be like, are you Rihanna? I'd be like, yeah. They'd be like, are you dating so-and-so? And I'd be like, yeah. And then they'd be like, <laughs> girl, and they'd be like whispering to themselves and they run out. I'm like, ain't ish funny. What, right. What's, what's, what's so funny? funny? But this man was out right. here laying moves on everybody. And I was boo-boo the fool thinking I'm in love or whatever. Oh my God. And when you're young, oh my gosh. My biggest thing is, and after that moment, I was like, listen, no one, if we're in a relationship, no one should ever be able to come to me as a woman. Are you out of your mind? Like, oh no. Are you out of your mind? And the fact, I, I, I like that the guy had like an age range. Like he had like a 16 year old, but he's like, you know, but sometimes I want my older woman. So right. he's a 21 year old. He had options. He was like, eh. he had options. He needed her car. Yeah, I'm like, okay, oh I God. see, I see. See, if you just had a car, you could have had your man. Wild. I wouldn't have let him borrow it. Yikes. So that kind of makes me want to move over to like what did you learn from that sis like what are some things you've learned from (laughs) these relationship traumas 
I listen, I'm not going to give this man no more publicity, but I'm going to talk about what I've learned from relationships in general, that one included. Mm-hmm. Number one, and this is more specific to that situation, but the other uh, other things I'll say will be more general. But one is honor your feelings because mm. when we were like out together, like when we go and get pizza and just when we would chill at his house, I just wasn't feeling the vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes to me, it's like nice to have a person around and nice to have male attention. But if I was truly honoring my feelings, I would have been like, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have lasted. And I wouldn't have been in that weird situation where he was like cheating or whatever. So that's big for me. Just knowing that you can trust your gut and your intuition and that it, it, it is almost right. Especially when the person's actions reflect exactly how you're feeling um that's big for me um another one is to be kind and so I think a lot of times we're stuck in our own worlds we forget to be kind to our partners and um just remembering that they're a whole nother person with their own feelings um is important and lastly I would say um without trust there can be no relationship and I mean little white lies I mean big lies I mean bouncing around the truth I just mean when there's no trust, like literally you can't go anywhere mm-hmm. without it. And so those are my like three things that I've learned from all my relationships combined. Wow. Because Yeah, because those are like the, the that's the foundation right there. If you don't have trust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're not honoring your feelings and how you feel, like there's there's nothing there. Like you really have to be true to yourself. Even when you're, when you're with someone else, you have to be true to yourself because ain't no relationship without you. So if you're not 100% yeah. there and 100% with it, what, what's the point right. of having a relationship? Exactly. Dang. It gets, I don't know. <laughs> that kind of makes me think of, you? yeah, like, I think one of my main ones is, and this is like for relationships in general, not I'm just like romantic ones, but when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when someone shows you their true colors, don't try and repaint them. That That is them. So just really, just really putting that into consideration like i'm not gonna oh yeah they said oh i'm sorry i'm sorry this i'm sorry but they keep doing it they're showing you who right. they are they're not exactly. making the effort to change they're right. staying the same like their words don't mean anything and i think that's what you learn when you grow up is that these little boys will tell you anything to get what they want from you because they mm-hmm. know that women are very emotional and they know that you know we like to hear nice things or whatever so they know they can say something and then do the opposite and we'll be like oh but he says this and he does this like da 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 like right. what do you what do you have to say about that i was going to say i don't know i don't respect that and i agree that a lot of <laughs> especially in this generation i feel like men can get really manipulative because mm-hmm. they want it all but they don't want you to have it all and so mm. you really got to be careful um in this day and age especially in the social media era the like man things are wild these days so you really have to just be careful with your heart and like i said honor your feelings and like you said when people show you who they are believe them and honestly i i believe in forgiveness 100 percent, but like let the actions speak louder than the person's words that's that's all i'm going by this year like i love you know mm-hmm. words of affirmation i love that it's a part of my love language but i also very much need to see it because i'm just not going to believe things that i hear unless i see them you know it's just not worth it. It's not worth the time and energy. Like, why am I going to keep arguing about you with you about the same thing over and over again if you're just... No. It's not worth if it. If you care, show me. If period. you care, show me. Period. That's it. Yes, that's it. Um, But my next one is is um, distance really do be making the heart grow fonder. 
Um, mm-hmm. The reason why I say this one is because when Tristan and I started dating, he lived like a couple towns over and I was in high school. Wait, he did? Like, yeah, he lived in, uh, well, I don't want to say where he lived because I don't know people know where I live, but he lived, you know, <laughs> a couple towns over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so where we were, he lived two, three times over, a city over. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> not me being cryptic not me trying to protect I'm myself done. but yeah he he lived a couple of cities over and i like so when i said a couple of cities over like it would take him like the the train and the bus to get to my house so maybe like an hour and a half to get to my house and i'd be in high school being like yeah me and my boyfriend we're long distance like he goes to a different school and i thought we were so long distance shut up. right shut up <laughs> no but when you're in high school you don't have like your license like your proper g shut to up. drive places you don't have a car if your boyfriend lived down the street and there's traffic, boy, or like I'm there's crying. no way to walk there safely, yeah, you're on long distance I'm relationship. Crying. So this man lived three cities over, so we were in a long distance relationship, okay? Um, but then I end up going to school literally in Ottawa, which is four hours away from Toronto. So um, we were in a real long distance relationship at that point. But yeah. I feel like if we didn't do that at such a young age, like I think we were dating for all of, I don't know, maybe like, because we started dating when I was like 17 and I went to university when I was 18. So we literally dated for a year and then I dipped. So I feel like if we didn't do that, yeah. I feel like our relationship wouldn't be as strong as it is now because it really does make you miss the person and want to see them more often. And when he would come and visit me and for those weekends, like the whole weekend would just be us. And it would just feel like we haven't seen each other in like years type yeah. of thing. It was, it was really special. So yeah. distance really does make the heart grow fonder. I agree with that, to be honest. I think that distance is like healthy at some point in a relationship. And mm-hmm. I always think that like couples that just like move in together before they've had like a, a, a distance relationship don't last because when you move in with someone, you really get to know them on like a deep personal level. And so- Oof. Tell me about it. I feel like getting to know someone from a distance, maybe like sleeping over here and there and having a weekend together, you get to pick up on their mannerisms and even see if you see a future with them or if you see yourself moving in. But I think in the day and age that we live in, it's so fast where you're like, I like you. We've been talking for three months. Let's move in. And then you move in with the person and you're like, I actually hate your habits. Like, you know what I mean? That's so wild to me. Like, oh, imagine just moving in with someone you thought they were cool and you realized like, I don't know, they sleep with socks on or something. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if I could deal with this. I don't know That's if this is criminal. Arrest That's them. Right. Lock the them police. up. Right. Jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta go. But um, I, I think it's really important to have that trust piece there, though, because what was nice about long distance relationship is that we essentially had two separate lives. Like, right. he was able to do whatever he wanted pretty much at all times. Not obviously, not with like people but like he was able to have his friends yeah he plays video games whenever he wanted to so you know he was living up his little his little <laughs> 17 year old 18 year old he was living life, life. <laughs> he was living lux right so you really get to have your own alone personal time so it was really good for us because when you're 19 18 20 21 like you're in those developmental years of your life where you're really finding out who you are so it was mm-hmm. nice to know that i had that relationship there but i was still able to find out who I am and develop as a person separately. So I think that was really beneficial for our relationship. It was really good for the timing. So I like that. Um, My other thing that um, I wanted to kind of touch on that I think that I've learned from relationships is that taking time to make sure you know what you want and like having breaks is okay. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. 
because I remember Tristan and I took a break when I was in my, I want to say my third and fourth, no, it was my fourth year of university. And we still talked all the time, but we weren't together per se, because I kind of told him that I was like, if we were going to spend the rest of our lives together, I think it's really important for us to both take time to realize right and know if that's if this is if if it's we're what we really want because we were at that point together for like four or five years yeah so it started when you were so young so yeah we were so young because when you're 17 like this is why like it's so crazy looking back my mom would be like oh it's just puppy love it's puppy love when i had my first boyfriend i'm like mom you don't understand you've never been in love like i was head over heels i look back on that i'm like you were so stupid you didn't know what love was like, yeah, you had feelings or whatever, but they weren't real. Like, so it made me even think about that with my relationship with Tris. I'm like, oh my God, do I really love him? Or was I just really young? Yeah. And he was my best friend. So we took time to really see what was wanting. And we realized like, no, we're meant to be together. And look, now we're married. So I honestly really love that. And like, the thing that amazes me the most is when communicated right that can actually be so healthy for a relationship. Like being like, listen, I don't know if you're my soulmate, but I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to mm-hmm. go out there, talk to other people. Because truly like for someone who's who started dating so young and to, you know, spend five years, four years with someone, you really haven't had a chance to like truly live your university experience where you're like going out and socializing and stuff. And so I'm glad you got to do that. And at the end of the day, the road still brought you back to Tris, and that's how you know it's real. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that you guys still talked because obviously you guys still cared, but there was that mutual understanding that like, this is what we're doing. This is why I'm still here for you, and mm-hmm. let's revisit this, you know, in a little bit and see what's going on. Like it was really tough because like he had a whole like knee surgery during it and I was away and obviously like I was in school so I couldn't be there and like he talked to me be like yeah my knee hurt and this like it was just really he went through like a lot during that year too so it was really tough but again if someone's like I always say this if God wants you in my life he gonna keep you in my life he gonna find a way to have you in my life and he knew I was always there for them him and I knew he was always there for me so that's when you know you got someone. That's when you know it's 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 a, it's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? That's when you know it's a real thing. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and, and someone that respects your boundaries too. That respects that you know what like it. This is like he didn't take it personally. He wasn't like, oh my gosh, she wants a break. She didn't like me. Like he knew that it was for the betterment of both of us, mm-hmm. which it was, and I don't regret it. I like that. That's respect. That is respect. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know you love respect. I'd be liking my respect. That's all I ask for, Ree. That's all I ask for. I ask for honesty. Mm-hmm. I ask for respect and I ask for communication. That's all. Communi- Girl, let's not talk about communication. We still, I, I, I still don't have that. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you gonna throw a shoe at my head. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was gonna, <laughs> I was actually gonna ask you, like, if you could give advice, like, to younger Ree, if you could give advice to yourself, Three relationship tips. What would you say to a younger version of yourself? Let's hear it. Girl, let me go one by one. Let me go by one, then you do one because the way I be talking up a storm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my main relationship advice, the one that I always come back to is what are your common fights? Ooh. And really, what is something that you and your partner, you and your boyfriend, you and your boo, what are what is something that you guys always fight about? Mm-hmm. What is something that 
like what is that one trigger like what is that one thing that you guys look it doesn't matter the conversation could be something completely different the argument can be something completely different but it always has the main gist of something for me and Tress it's always about communication so we always like so when we have our communication fights it's always like okay so this is our common fight it's about our communication again why did this happen and how can we fix it to stop it from happening and I think that's the most important thing is to really figure out where the kinks in the change are the the chain is where the weak link is Mm -hmm. because it's those little naggy petty little things that really destroy a relationship yeah and oh at the end of the day are the main reason for any problems obviously fighting is normal but it's good to avoid fights at least evolve your fights at least have a new fight goddamn (laughs) like if you're fighting over the same thing with your your partner over and over again like clear it's it's boring but it's also like do they respect you enough to change right because that's or yeah. do you respect them enough to change mm-hmm. hmm. what about you says who all right this is hmm. a hard one for me to say mm. <laughs> because Tell i think them. it's very reflective of like my power personality and relationships my need to be in control um i would tell my younger self to take a break when i'm angry and mm. there's been issues where like I'm mad at a partner and I am like a speed texter. I'm saying this, I'm saying that. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I I want to, when I'm angry with my partner or upset, I want to take a minute, really kind of analyze how I really feel and then respond. I don't want to just pop off or act impulsively. And so young me was like very big on that. And I don't know, it didn't really get me anywhere. And sometimes I would say Mm -hmm. things to hurt my partner's feelings. And it's not what I meant, but it's just how I felt in that moment. And so I would tell younger Chantal to take a minute, go for a walk, put the phone down, deep breaths, and then say what you what you really mean when you're ready to say it and and not a minute before. So yeah, take a break when you're angry. I agree with that. Yeah. I feel like I still I still resonate with that and I still struggle with that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna say I'm no angel and say what I said I didn't mean it. Yeah. I think the things we say when we're upset, we definitely do mean them, but we know that us saying it is not gonna add any good to the situation. Like, yeah, I may feel that way, but me saying that's not gonna add any benefit to this. Mm-hmm. So I think being in a relationship is really navigating how you feel and being true to yourself. But also knowing that, like, okay, is me being the truest form of myself right now going to affect this person negatively? If it is, if there's going to be no positive impact except for me feeling like, okay, I was right and I said that, why say it? And that's the thing. Like, taking a break literally could save you from all of that. And, like, oh, gosh. Mm, And the headache of it? Oh, my gosh. And also think about the things when you've ever gotten a fight with someone and that one thing they've called you or that one thing someone said about you and, like, like a, a petty argument you just it, it stuck with yeah, you for life that's the thing that's that's why um earlier i was talking about being kind because like mm-hmm. you have no idea what your partner thinks and feels and sometimes they might might not even share that with you um but some of the words you say may resonate with them literally forever and maybe in their next relationship if you don't end up together uh for the rest of your life but mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy okay your turn relationship advice furry yes so I think so. Well, let me start off with a question for you. Do you believe in love at first sight? No. Oh, why? No, I don't know. I believed in I believe in lust at first sight and mm-hmm. I believe in seeing someone and thinking that that might be the person for you. But I think it's all about physical attraction. Mm-hmm. That love at first I sight is definitely I don't believe in seeing in someone. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. But I've, I know some people that have said when I saw him, I knew he was the one. And some of those people are still with their partner to this day. So I can't say maybe it's just not something that I felt or I've experienced, but it's probably a thing. I just, I'm not familiar with the feeling. The reason why I say that is because um, I'm definitely a, not a believer in that, but I'm a believer in you can kind of like etch out someone from like first impression type of thing and mm, kind of etch out yeah. what like wh- where they might land in your life. And obviously until you learn yeah. who they are and you're like, oh, never mind. Um, yeah. I guess I, I am kind of like that whimsical dreamer and I kind of do believe in love at first sight. But um, one thing I'm not whimsical or optimistic about is about falling in love. So I believe that like you fall in love, like it's out of your control. You just fall in love with whoever you fall in love with. Yeah. However, my advice for relationship is that you have to choose your partner every single day. You Mm -hmm. have to make sure you're always putting the work in the relationship because you don't choose to fall in love, but you have to choose that person and really work for the relationship. You know what I mean? Like you can't just expect when people say they fall out of love. When they have that feeling, like I remember saying that, like, I think I'm falling out of love. But then if I really reflected on myself, it really was I wasn't putting in the effort because of X, Y and Z or they weren't putting in the effort because of X, Y and Z, because at the end of the day, we weren't choosing each other for whatever reason it was. We weren't choosing each other. And I think that is the Mm -hmm. most important thing. You can't just expect love to be enough because love is not enough. It's the trust. It's the respect. It's the honesty. It's having similar values. All those things are what really keep relationship together. I can see that. Love is not enough. So just really knowing that and really making sure you choose your partner in every decision you make every single day. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. And that brings me to another thing that I would say to myself, which would be to communicate. So choosing your partner every day makes me realize that like when you said you know, you thought, you know, maybe you were falling out of love. I always think that those feelings can be avoided by a little bit of talk because I found that in my past relationships, something would be bothering me and I would hold it in and like secretly be angry at my Mm -hmm. partner. And then I would be reflecting those bad vibes. And then he would secretly be like, okay, why is she acting like this towards me? And so it would be this awkward tension where nothing was revolved I mean, nothing was resolved and everything like everything was just so weird and nothing was being said, kind of. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So just communicating because I I feel like a lot of my relationship issues in the past could have been solved by communicating an issue right when it was like present versus like waiting a week later and being like, I was mad at you like last week because you did this and this and this. Um, And I get that sometimes, you know, you're not ready to talk when something happens right away. But I want to, this is something that I want to do with with my partner is if we have a problem with each other that day, let's talk about it because I don't want to go to bed mad at you. I don't want to go to bed mad. So that is the biggest thing. We actually said that when we moved in together is that we'll never go to bed mad at each other because we read it somewhere and we thought it was cute, but it's so true. Like why, why go into the next day with that same upsetness? If you guys can't talk about it now, talk about it work it through right. we don't even leave the house mad at each other like if you have to go somewhere and i'm mad at you oh you, you can't go then i think you're gonna be late because <laughs> you gotta figure this out <laughs> but that makes me think of my last one um <laughs> and just encouraging each other in in your growth and making sure you're always evolving and making sure that you feel comfortable evolving especially if you're in a relationship that spans like generations if that makes sense I don't expect couples who've been married for 50 years to have expect their partner to be the exact same person they met 50 years ago. 
So just really accepting them with their change and being comfortable with that. So you know that if you change it, they still love you. Right. Obviously within reason. (laughs) But just being really like accepting and knowing that like the relationship is meant to better both of you people. You're not supposed to stay in the same place forever. And change is okay. Change is okay. Change is okay. And my last one is, because I agree with that 100%. I, I literally have nothing else to add on to that. My last one is um, younger Chantel, you need to learn when to apologize. Uh, and that's something that I haven't always been great at, but I think it takes a mature woman, a mature man to say, listen, I get what happened. I understand the way I acted. I get it was a heated moment. I love you. I'm sorry. And that's, it used to be so hard for me to say, and I'm better at it now, but that's something that I would definitely tell my younger self. Learn how to apologize because like I always say, it's all love. We're here to love. Like, you know, apologize mm-hmm. more. It doesn't hurt anyone. Like, right. But also like a genuine apology too. Of course. Of course. Because I feel like a lot of people like to say sorry, just to like dead the conversation. But it's like, but are you sorry? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of people that say sorry, but like they're secretly like deflecting the way you feel like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry that you felt that way. No, I felt that way because of something you did to me. Are you sorry because of the thing you did to me? Or are you sorry that I'm sad? Like, I'm, I I need a genuine apology. So I back that 100%. One thing I kind of, you know, those things where like you've learned before, but you don't really like take it in. Mm-hmm. For me, that was intent versus impact. Ooh. And I never took that in. I never... Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, we need a whole episode on the whole um, aggressive black woman trope because that is always something that's always followed me throughout my life is my intent versus my impact and how people come off and how I come off and how people interpret me. So it's just really understanding a true apology is literally letting someone know your intent and also understanding your impact despite your intent. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think like in general, and I think this is what I'm picking up based on everything we said this episode, it's more like relationships are work. Like you have to put in the work. And I think that the culture we live in sometimes makes it seem like it's not work because, mm-hmm. you know, you see the happy photos on Instagram, you see the cute captions, you see the the TikToks, but like nobody shows you the work behind the scenes. And so I'm actually like glad we talked it out because this, I hope this makes people realize like, you got to put the work in to have that relationship where you can make those posts and genuinely mean it because people be on social media lying, lying out here. Yeah. And that's another thing. Comparison is just the thief of joy. Thief. Thief. It it, it really, it saddens me that how much people compare mm-hmm. themselves to other people because don't compare, girl, level up. Find what you need to get in your life to exactly. get there. Don't compare. And just focus on yourself. And I think that um, at some point in my life, I made the conscious decision that like, I'm not going to compare myself to what anyone else has because I don't know. I'm just going to focus on what I have, who I'm with, and that's that. And we're going to close on that because, sis, you're beautiful the way you are. You don't need to compare yourself to anyone. Focus on you. Focus on who loves you. And that's that. Yeah, man. Share your relationship stories with us. I want to hear them. You know, DM us all your funny stories. DM us any questions. We should do a fun poll or something. So yeah. yeah, come on over to our Instagram, please. And thank you. At, okay, so we're grown. Thank you. Because <laughs> I know, I know this year has been tough for a lot of relationships. So I know y'all got tea. Facts. We're going to share a tea and we want to hear yours. And on that note, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday. Okay, bye guys. We'll talk soon. Bye.
Oh, 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 oh,